What's up, what's up? Another Tuesday, another podcast. This is your favorite football podcast, The Football Academy. I'm here, Sapone, with Braden and Will. How's it going, guys? Good, man. Just uh, living the dream in my parents' basement uh, with a glass of scotch and uh, a head full of dreams. That's the best way to describe it right now. Yeah, uh, so good over here, too. Uh, day one of uh, getting used to a new normal uh, with uh, COVID-19 and work from home and, and all the self-isolation and social distancing that we're trying to do these days. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're trying some new things out, uh, so it's going to be fun. It is, and for any of our users that uh, think this does not sound as optimal as it normally does or just sounds different, um, it is because we are also trying to be secure and not spend that much time together so we are going to be remotely recording the podcast for the foreseeable future and hopefully we get back to the normal of where we can record back together as far as we know we're all healthy though uh, so so yeah, don't no, worry too much yeah, yeah don't, none don't of us have afraid. tested positive yeah we're just uh we're doing what we think is right for each other and Keeping keeping our lovely distance from each other, uh, and you know, staying staying with the people we care about as well. So. Yeah, and uh, if you're out there listening, uh, make sure to take all the necessary precautions and follow all the steps to stay safe. And COVID nineteen has come in as an absolute storm and affected various aspects of our lives, and. One of the biggest things it's done is taken sports completely out of most people's lives right now. And the English Premier League had come out with a statement of first suspending a couple of games early on after our last week podcast. And on top of that, now it's become they have suspended all league operations until April, at which point they're going to reconvene and figure out what is going to happen. Another quick note, today the announcement came in from UEFA that they are going to postpone Euro 2020 until next summer to make it Euro 2021. That might be good for a lot of young players, not so good for a lot of the older players, but that was the decision that is being made. And they also vouched that they are going to complete the season by June 30th. So, how do we feel about those situations right now boys yeah so i look at that and i don't really i i don't know how they commit to finishing anything by june 30th like i understand that that's their goal and that's what they want to do but that just seems like everything right now any timeline of when we're returning to work or normal anything like that is a you know very fluid situation uh so i i'm a little hesitant on whether that will actually get done and that has a ton of implications uh just for a lot of teams in general that we're gonna discuss uh but it's it's a little bit of a mess and a tricky situation all around uh i don't know what else they can do other than postpone it so i'm glad they made that decision we're proactive about that um i am just not as optimistic that the june 30th deadline is actually gonna be done (laughs) I don't know how you get things started that quickly. And I I guess my main concern is safety of fans, safety of player. And if you're going to set that hard of a deadline, like, by June 30th, is there some sort of, like, auxiliary plan where, like, what if, you know, what if there are still quarantines going on? What if certain cities can't open up? What if there are stadium restrictions, gathering restrictions? What if you want to have fans? What if you can't? How do you, you know, TV rights, who's allowed to actually be there? There's so many more logistical things that need to be figured out that I have so many questions about because I have all the free time in the world that June 30th, just that date seems completely inconceivable to get everything wrapped up in a neat little bow. I mean, I I don't think it sounds completely inconceivable. I think it's going to be very hard especially for the Champions Leagues and the Europa Leagues to complete because that includes a lot of travel and a lot of moving objects. But looking at the Premier League, 
I think there are, in terms of just the options in front of us, there are three that I would say that we come, that we stumbled upon over the last week where the first one would be voiding the season. The second one would be completing the season at a later date, which may or may not be before or after June 30th. And finally, the last one would be letting it end the way everything stands and just going from there. So we're going to go one by one. The first one being voiding the season and going to discuss the pros and cons and give you guys a context of what can happen and what may happen if that is the option that is selected by the Premier League. So does that sound good to both of you? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Uh, let's let's get it going. All right. Amen. So the f- first option, I'm going to come straight to you, Will. Voiding the season. How do you feel about that? And what are your thoughts? Ain't no fucking way. Um, I And that's not even me just being the cantankerous Liverpool fan who's grumpy because his title's being, like, taken away by the circumstances. That's me kind of wanting to see what happens from us down. Uh, voiding the season kind of gets rid of this and resets everyone where they are. There are people who should be able to come up, and there are people who really need to not be in this league, and I think voiding the season and leaving it as it is, like, that there's a lot that takes so much interest out. You can't just start over again. That doesn't that that's not fun. And I want it to be fun. So no, voiding the season is that feels like a moot point. You just you just did a bunch of work for nothing. What the fuck? Like no, that's that's not. <laughs> and that is yeah. So okay. I go ahead, Braden. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was gonna say, um, it's it's one of those like avoiding the season just doesn't feel right. But I will say, as an Arsenal fan, man is really the best option for us. <laughs> uh, if you keep the Man City ban, uh, Arsenal get Champions League next year <laughs> somehow. Um, so I've got to say, I, I don't think this is the best option. I don't think it's right for a lot of reasons, including like. Not even necessarily just the Premier League teams, but you think about Leeds and those teams, like what, how are they going to feel about voiding the season and all of that? And I just, there's not a ton of great, so this doesn't seem like a great solution, but I do wonder if it's going to be where we end up, if that makes sense. Uh, I, I think that kind of makes sense because when you look at, the way the league is structured and um, the way it's supposed to have ended, I think mathematically, Liverpool's not won the league. Mathematically, top four is still out there. Europa League places out there, relegation places even out there. And now think of like not just the Premier League, but every single league that is out there for in England and even across Europe. I think it will have ripple effects if you decide to do whichever method that you want. Voiding the season in one way for me makes everything kind of fair because it was supposed to be the Merseyside Derby last weekend. It was supposed to be United against Spurs where Kane was supposed to be out, Son was supposed to be out, Rashford was out for us, uh, Pogba was out for us. So... Now, when you play the same games back in about two months' time, if that, it kind of feels very unfair for teams that had to just face us and teams that we had just faced, not just, I'm saying Manchester United, but even other teams that had just played each other because, again, it you're facing a whole different team two uh, months down the line. So I think those are some things that you have to consider, along with what... Uh, I think the West Ham vice chairman had come out and said, like, it is only fair to void the season because otherwise it's going to be unfair on some people or some teams, which I'm assuming one of them is going to be West Ham given the fixtures they have left. So it's. Well, they want to void the season because if they continue it, they still have a chance to no, be I mean, relegated. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's, that's purely out of self-interest. Uh, 
I don't know. Like, if, how fucking mad would you be if you're Sheffield United and they tell you they're voiding this season and you have to do this all over, over again, again next year? If after you've just had this incredible run, I, I just, I, I would laugh a lot at the, the, at all the Liverpool fans who have just been telling us about how this is the greatest team in history <laughs> and then like this season would not cease to exist. <laughs> Um, I, I would laugh a lot at that. The ESPN <laughs> 30 for 30 just, itself. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, but the Posh and Emery getting sacked without ever managing a game in the season. Um, but I just, I, I just think it's so unfair to teams like Sheffield and and to the same extent like Wolves and those who have really done a lot to be have really strong seasons. Yeah, I mean, I think it. ultimately you are going to end up in a situation where it's going to be unfair for somebody. It's not going to be a completely fair system for all 20 teams and all the other remaining teams in the Football League. So I think we have to take that with a pinch of salt. But I agree. I think voiding the season for as much as I would love it for all the jokes and whatnot for towards Liverpool. And honestly, as a United fan, I'd laugh at Leeds too if they don't get fucking relegated after finishing first in the championship. But I look at this and I look at Manchester United. I mean, we were playing some of the best football post Fergie we have played. And I don't want the McTominay goal to be canceled. One of the best moments for me personally. And some really good football that we've played over the course of the season. So as a football fan, you don't want it voided. But it is going to become a reality if this virus does not get contained. Which, again... um these are kind of unprecedented scenes so we are kind of giving you our opinion of what we think might happen but again nobody really knows right now but uh overall i think voiding the season would be a very catastrophic outcome for a lot of clubs that uh not just liverpool at that point it seems very mean i mean for you sure it just seems very mean no, I mean to to everybody. How? Like, they, there was a whole season. There was a whole game played. It doesn't seem mean yeah, to like Arsenal. The, I can tell you that. For much. as many teams that it will seem mean to, it, it would literally be the greatest thing for like at least the bottom six clubs if the season is voided because they'll all stay up at that point. So there are going to be winners and losers, and in this one, I would really love to see Liverpool losing it and Merseyside absolutely collapsing, but. On a more serious note, I do think this is the most outlandish of oh, the three options that are in front of us right now. Wouldn't you guys agree? Oh, wow. Oh, I don't agree with that at all. Um, I, I actually think there's a scenario when we go through these other... When we go through these other scenarios, I think we may look, look at it and see that perhaps voiding it is really the only thing that yeah. truly is fair. Um, but we'll go and we'll go and talk through them. Uh, but it's it's easy to see when you look at all the factors and, and you just adjust timelines a little bit that it gets really really messy. I don't know how to properly respond because I think there is one that I think would be this feels egregious. But if they did it, I would party. Kind of understand one of them. I one of them. I don't. I would not vibe with no matter what. And we'll get to that one because there's only three options. I mean, baby. again, amongst these three options, uh, there are also some subparts that we will talk to you about. Again, there are a lot of details uh, in terms of just clubs suing the Premier League or the FA, depending on what the outcome is, because of uh, if they pick one of these options, there are going to be clubs that will come out swinging in the court of law. So, we are not going to go into details about that until we know for sure which, uh, I guess, path the Premier League decide to go down because that would be a lot of speculation and the law does not deal with speculation right now. So moving along to the next point, yep. I am going to say uh, it is has to be um, letting it end the way it is because that is the more straightforward one before we go on to the next one. I think uh, if Bray, I don't know if this is what you meant, Brayden, but I again think this would be 
kind of a very extreme step, and I think this would be the most unfair for 19 out of the 20 teams that are in the Premier League right now because you cannot end the season when mathematically Manchester United can still go out there and get a Champions League. You have Arsenal who are sitting at ninth, 8th, wherever y'all are, who can still get Champions League. You have Man City who are mathematically still in the hunt for the Premier League trophy. And you have all these relegation-threatened teams that are in the hunt to stay in the Premier League. So, Braden, how do you feel about ending the season as it currently stands? So my first <laughs> thought is thank God for Watford, because if if this season had ended if, and Watford, we just declared Watford. it final... And they tried to, like, asterisk their way into saying they were invincible. I would just lose my shit for so long. Um, so I, I'm really happy that that happened. We'll get that out of the way. Um, I, <laughs> quiet. We'll get to you. Um, I, I kind of think that this is the most unworkable of the options out there because... I mean, like you said, it's not just, it's not just what happens at the top because I'm kind of fine with just giving Liverpool the trophy. Like, I, I, you guys are far enough. Like, at some point, it's like, yeah, it's not mathematically, but whatever, these are extreme circumstances and extreme, like, decisions have to be made. And so I'm kind of fine with it giving where they are. But like, you go down to the bottom and look at Bournemouth. They would be relegated on one goal and goal differential. Based with nine games left to play, I just, to me, that seems hard to square how that's really going to be a acceptable solution because it, it's not just Liverpool. Like in a lot of ways, this makes sense as the most fair thing to do for the title, but the least fair thing to do in the way that everything else shakes out. If that makes sense, like Liverpool, I, I'm kind of fine with giving the trophy, but I mean, uh, before the rest of it, well, I, I'm not really um, okay. I'm with. going to Brain? say something about that because <laughs> you know what? I I understand the sentiment of giving Liverpool the title, but that sets a very dangerous precedent, especially with the title when it's not being mathematically won. But as you said, there are a lot more things down on the table that become very interesting. But do you think, so, Will, going on to you, other than Liverpool, because I'm not going to talk to you about Liverpool right now, uh, if the yes. thing ends as is, I would, I would love to know your opinion on, like, <laughs> if it ends as is, what w should be the thoughts of all the other 19 clubs that are in the Premier League? I mean, if it ended the way it is, for me, it would sound like a... Oh, let Liverpool have their moment. Like just a just a handing of Liverpool the trophy. And if I was the other nineteen clubs, I, I'd be I like, think Fuck all Liverpool the other nineteen clubs feel that way right now. So because there's still way too <laughs> we're we're doing it, mate. <laughs> okay, so y'all all already there, and that's fine. Love it, appreciate it. But like, honestly, Sapoon, one of the things you said about it still like mathematically being impossible. There's like. Just to speak on it for like a hot second, there's a part of me that wants to like just make it mathematically certain and win that last match that wins us the title or something like that. But honestly, I think we've got that wrapped up. It's the rest of the Premier League that's still so interesting and still could provide so much drama and there's still so much to play for, particularly because there are people who will have a chance to come back to teams who need them when they do to see what kind of runs they can make. You don't want to miss that kind of passion. You don't want to miss that kind of drama. Why would you just let everything end the way it is and then have us wait? Like, there, the positions that can happen, the position changes that can happen between now and the end of the season could affect who you sign next season. Why would you not want that? Letting this is the one that's the most egregious. You can't just hand Liverpool the title and go. No matter what would have happened, you just stay here. It's dumb. It's completely unfeasible. I'd rather you figure out some. I'd rather avoid the fucking season and just try it again than just hand us a title and fucking make everyone else sit where they were when there was a chance for this to be. I mean, a so really one epic run in on either side of the table. Um, I have a lot of respect for that opinion. I'll never hear that just, again. Just because I feel like that. 
<laughs> but now it's like I there's so much more to be gleaned out of this season if you just don't like what what do you get if it ends this way? Eh, would have been if this could have like every good story you could have ever had, anything you could have been like, and I remember in 2020 when Timu Puki scored 55 goals in the last three games. Obviously, that's completely far fetched, but you get the point. Like, we miss those moments. I mean, just, so when I yeah, I mean that's completely outlandish. When I look at this whole situation, though, I'm stir crazy. Let me deal. <laughs> it it does sound crazy for like to, for it to end as is and whatnot. But if you avoid the season, you're going to have to figure out a way to give out all the places for Europe and stuff next year. Like, and you can't just take it back to the year before because that's not representative. So I think as outlandish as even this sounds, like this is not um, an option out of the realm of possibility, in my opinion. And again, like, I don't think Liverpool is really in this conversation because I think if... Majority of the Premier League clubs would agree that they sh- they should get the title this year. It all comes down to what happens after Liverpool, and as Will said very well, that there's so much that can still happen. Do you really want to see it end as is? And I also think, in terms of just the money that the Premier League would get sued for if this happens, I think makes it kind of an unattainable solution. Would don't you guys agree with that? Yeah, so I think that it's kind of, uh, when you talk about voiding the Premier League and the season results as it is, it, you can kind of just say, like, to Sheffield, you know, this sucks, um, but we're all in the exact same situation, right? Like, we are all starting from square one. Uh, when you talk about certifying the results as it is today as final, I mean, uh, there are teams with games in hand. Like, how do you account for that? (laughs) There's so, there's, there's too much leeway in this. There's too much. I'm going to put this in the easiest way possible. And I like to do it in my entire life. Make everything as easy as possible so that you can just complicate it later. Letting it in the way it is, is going to make it harder on you in the front end and then doubly harder in the end. Just make it easy up front so that if it gets complicated, I mean, just don't let it so end as, as it stands dumb. between the two <laughs> options. The I, take I think it's the worst between one. Three of like, us. No. Um, how many of us would rather end it the way it is? Anybody? I. That should tell you. Yeah, it's a void for me. There we go. It's so, a void for me, dog. That brings <laughs> us over me, to the last option, <laughs> which is to complete the season. And you can put in any flavor that you want. It doesn't necessarily have to abide by the June 30th deadline. But to begin the discussion, let's assume that June 30th is the deadline that you have to end the season by. And I think that is the date because of all the contractual obligations and um, all the other, I guess, loans and transfer market stuff that is going to come with it. So complete the season in an extended month from May, I guess six weeks more than uh, the usual time frame. Do you guys think that is a reasonable solution to come and end the season? Because I think there's still quite a few games to be played. And I don't know, given the circumstances in the UK and everywhere else in Europe, if they're going to be able to provide everything in time for players to be able to play safely. And the fans to be in there. Because, again, there are clubs not just not in the Premier League, but lower down in very, as well as various other leagues where they rely a lot on their match day um, revenue that you would kind of be kicking them in the balls if you say there's, it's only going to be behind closed doors. That's the, my, my main concern for this entire, like, completing the season is I would hope that when the... That's why that time frame doesn't work for me, because I would hope the season would be completed at a time when fans could be in attendance. Not just because I want the... It's not that grandiose, oh, I want the fans in the... I don't fucking care about the title. There are teams who need this money for their fans to be in the stadium to continue to be clubs. And we've already lost a club, a decent club with decent fans, because of, like, fiduciary woes. 
and it worries me that this could happen more. So if you're the like if you have to merely push it as far as you can to finish your season, do whatever you have to do to help the greater good of the game. But complete the season as is, because once you do it, everyone else can too. Let the money continue to flow. Don't let this be the death knell of English football as a whole. I mean, all right, that's a that's a big statement. I went too I went too heavy. I went too heavy. <laughs> I, I don't know that any of it will be the death knell of English football, but I mean, so there's a lot to break down here because the kind of first thing that came to everyone's mind about June 30th is oh, player contracts and what are we going to do? And I, you know, it's it's not just that. It's think about all the like sponsorships that clubs have that like might kick in July 1st on those. And then it's like, well, whose shirt sponsor do I wear now? Is it the one from possibly? (laughs) Yeah. Like, so who, who are you going to be in breach of contract for and and get sued by? Like it's, it's, there's a lot that's a mess there. If you can't finish it by June 30th. And to be honest, I, I, the June 30th deadline, I understand why they're saying it, but I just don't understand. I, I don't know that you can commit to getting it done by that time. Like, I, I, we don't know. We might be able to, and we hope we will be able to, but there's no guarantee of this. And, like, what happens if it's under control in London, but not in like Newcastle or Liverpool or something like it's, there's a lot to think about with this. That's just, we, we can say June 30th, but I don't know if that's a real thing. And if you get past June 30th, it just gets really messy. So like if you're an agent for a player, right. And cause like, if you go down a list of players who are out of contract, it's like William, Jan Vertonghen, like there's, significant players for clubs that will be deciding significant things whether it's you know the two we mentioned might be competing for europe spots you go down the table you might be talking about relegation battles if you're an agent for one of those players and a club says okay we've got permission to sign you for like an extra month to finish this out what's the first thing you say you're like hell no like either you're paying us double what we were on before or you're signing us to a three-year contract, and I just so I I, I just I don't, don't see understand how, it gets how like that. As you've said, like it gets done, but at the same time, even if you figure out a way for all the contracts and stuff to work, I just this feels in a way an unfair option as well in my eyes because as, <laughs> there are players who are out for the rest of the season who are gonna be able to come back. And I think that will make a very significant impact on how it goes from when they restart to when they end the season again. So as great as it will be to have like some of my players back and some of the important players that have been injured, I just don't see how it's fair on everybody because it's kind of like going back to when Tottenham had played in different stadiums. I I argued about the... uh it being unfair on the teams that had to play in their new stadium compared to Wembley. It it would feel something like that, in my opinion, where you're looking at finishing off the season in an unprecedented method and kind of just absolutely barging your way through all the norms that have ever existed. And I would really love to know, like, what, I guess, what happened when the leagues got suspended for uh, during the World Wars and stuff and how did they combat that but I don't quite know how finishing off the season would line up and even if they extend the deadline um, would line up with just how many games are remaining and what could happen between the restart and the end of the league and at the same time I think it would also be a very fair option because you'd give everybody a chance to play out the 38 games and play out the Champions League Europa League football for some of us who are still in Europe. Uh, so first off, fuck you. Um, second of all, that's the least of my concerns in life right now, so I'm okay with it. Uh, thirdly, and this is just going to be me, I need to be weird just for the sake of the episode. I'm 
in my head, I'm just imagining this fantastic period of time from July to like the beginning of September where every title that has to be decided ever is decided in like two months of glory. So completing the season later seems like the best idea because imagine if you wake up on like a Tuesday and the Premier League, the Kentucky Derby, WrestleMania, and possibly the NBA Finals are all happening on the same day. I mean, do you not want that? Do you not want sports chaos theory? I mean, does that not seem amazing? Like, just like, I mean, if if things go positively, I mean, don't you want to watch the Masters in the middle of July? See what that grass looks like when it's a little dry. Have you ever have you ever seen Anfield in like the middle of the summer? It's lovely. Nothing? Nobody? Uh, um, <laughs> so I, I will say this. In a lot of ways, so I get what you're saying, Sapoon, about it maybe not being the most fair option because, I, I mean, this is a lifeline to Spurs right now, right? Like, you look at their players that they could get back, and it's a, it can make a massive difference in whether they can push for a European spot or or not. And so they're definitely a team that would benefit from this. And I also kind of think it's like in, in a number of just like terrible options, this is kind of the one that says, well, you know, you can have these little minor quibbles like this about who was injured, who wasn't, but you still got to play the games on the pitch. And it's not like a situation like we alluded to earlier, Bournemouth, where if you just certify the results, they're, relegated on one goal in goal differential and they didn't get to play their the season through you, you still get the chance to play it on the pitch which you, seems like the the best governing body comes in if it's like, doable. As I said, if my question is is it actually the season after like because i don't think it and is taking their necessary precautions you can figure out a way to complete the season i will say that but is it the right way to do i don't i I wouldn't agree with that, and especially with people not being allowed to go to the games. If that becomes an option, I think it would be absolutely terrible. But I don't like. I I actually don't think this is as great an option as it sounds. To be honest with you, because it is handing out a lifeline to certain teams that I don't deserve over the course of the season should be handed out a lifeline because. If if the season was going to go the way it was going to go, we were about to we were playing some really good football in Manchester United and that gets halted and now we get our players back for example, but we don't know what that could look like. And at the same time for a team like Chelsea, for a team like you know, even Leicester City who were starting to kind of fall apart, they get these two months where they get to make sure nothing terribly wrong happens to any of them. Hopefully none of them get COVID-19 after this. I say this. But like, you know, it's again, not the, not as great an option. You know, if you know what I mean. Well, to so to add to that, I mean, Arsenal and Leicester, I'm sure as well, and I mean, probably even, Chelsea, even United are all in self-isolation right now. Like other teams can go to training even if, because uh, you know, they don't have anyone positive. who... So at the club who is tested positive. Yeah, we've can we've just canceled today, I believe, uh for the next two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, up until then, like it, there's a difference between like what Arsenal and Leicester and Chelsea have had to do because there's been someone that they've had direct contact with who has tested positive and what other teams have had to do. So even this like once things die down, th- that's a larger hill to climb up for those teams who have just had to you know do they have a peloton at the house like is is that what they're doing running looking in my looking in my mirror quotation marks to get all those uh healthy updates i don't know it's i i'm keeping the optimism side of it doesn't this sound lovely and for some reason in my brain people being able to come back to injury and almost kind of res like it's a weird hard reset of the season before the end of the season where it's like 
hey, remember how you started? You have a chance to finish just like that. It makes for great drama, and I want to really say this and hit it hard. It makes for great television, and I entrust, because of rights deals and the time that needs to be filled that comes filled, filled from all the Premier League teams, they're going to find a way to complete the season, and they're going to find a way to do it, and no Imagine the sight. out of it they can and Liverpool Football Club with their first title with in 30 years. And you have to lift that trophy in front of an empty Anfield. It, it just doesn't sound right to have this without fans, dude. Like, I, I know what I said. Because at the end of the day, when I look at that situation, I, you're still going to have ground staff that has to go there. And like, what if some, one of them is infected or like something's going on with them? So, it, I think... The, it, playing the rest of the season without fans should not be an option. I think if we have already suspended the league and there are options in front of us, if you're gonna just pick out, oh, there's you're not gonna allow them to play without, uh, without fan. If you're gonna make them play without fans, then I'm kind of like, what the fuck? Like, what was the point of all this? Yeah. So I'm. Yeah. So I, I mostly agree with that because lots of people think about this in terms of, oh, we'll test the players and and the immediate coaching staff and, and we'll be fine. But if we don't have a workable solution for everyone who goes in there, whether it's, like you said, the ground staff, uh, if you don't have fans, obviously you don't have like concession workers and that sort of thing. But if you if you can't guarantee the safety of all of the people involved, I just, I don't think you can do it. Like, so what happens if, like you said, if the groundskeeper or the ball boy or whatever has it and, and you just start this whole thing all over again? I, I, I don't, I, I think it has to be done and we say, okay, we are back at normal and here we go again. And I just don't see that happening by this time period they're talking about. I I don't want to give credence to anything I can't really speak to, but, like, what y'all know, again, heart overhead, my heart tells me that the Premier League and a lot of leagues in the, in the sporting world are a little more beholden to what can be done via television rights right now than what can be done in other positions, and I think I, if they have to find a way, they will find a way, and I can't I don't want to say anything crazier than that because that already sounds very spacey. But I will. Like, I will like say there are a lot of leagues just in I the will say sense who are going to find a way. If to one of the major leagues just comes out and decides to void the season or something like that, I think that could just pave the is, way for all the other top leagues to follow them in the same direction. Um, however, I have a creative solution to end the rest of the season. Where you make it a playoff system and you cut down on the games and you have a quick result of where everybody finishes in the league. So in my eyes, it was the top 10 teams compete so, oh, for... So what does that look like? Yeah. The Like, you play against each other and you figure out a way where every round somebody gets out and you start positioning them as needed and the final whoever wins the top part of the playoff is going to be the Premier League winner and same way in the bottom except the first three people who get knocked the fuck out are the ones who get relegated it's kind of like the toilet bowl and the real bowl in fantasy football for anyone who's trying to Man, that... it's all fun and games that's until Liverpool sound, get knocked out in the first like, round. I was like, that sounds like a fantasy football setup, and I kind of like it. <laughs> I mean, so, all right, this is a fun way to think about it, but I, so I almost think that you have to. I know, right? Like, I think you kind of have to it's accept the title from this. 
And so, like, I think, I think that in this scenario where you're just uprooting everything, I think the only way that you get this kind of compromise is you hand Liverpool the title. Like, I don't think the title can be contested in this playoff. I think Champions no, League spots can not. be. I think relegation I mean, it's, it's not and promotion down to anybody if uh, lower do leagues can. Like this is a very unfair system. Uh, just for when you think about how far ahead Liverpool right are in the like, title, especially for the I top four teams as it currently stands, that doesn't feel fair. Like, say, uh, sure, like all the teams that are within a point or two of being top four, as compared to you know, say, I guess it's not that much of a difference, but for a team like Crystal Palace. Who are on thirty nine points, same as Burnley, but would not have a chance to go play for the um, European spots and whatnot because they're eleven. You know, because it's an arbitrary cutoff at the end of the day. So it's not going to be fair on any anybody if we do this. And I think it's a very fair point that the title should not be a part of this. But I mean, just imagine the scenes, or like Liverpool just sit there and all other nine teams face. And battle, and whoever is the winner gets to face them in a one-off game at Anfield to see who wins. Scenes when Sheffield United wins that game. First off, fuck you. Second of all, <laughs> the, the mental image of that is just like one of and those... And then Gerard like, just slipped. The, y'all call it the Liverpool bullshit, and I call it the things that I tell... I will tell my kids one day, well, there's a thousand scholars outside the stadium and like, you know, the, the flares lit up and like, it's this great atmosphere. And then we get fucking dumped out of the cup by fucking chef. Yeah. So yeah, like that's my answer to that. Is, Somehow Jared slips. <laughs> he was walking into the stadium, found a banana peel. It's terrible. Um, yeah. So my answer to that is no, fuck that shit. I don't want that playoff. I don't want it at all. Unless you exclude the title because because at that point, like, no, I don't want the one-off game because it'd be a great atmosphere. But also, I really like not pooping in my pants, and I would do that if that game had to happen. Just Win, one, lose, or draw. Just one just spot. No more pants. Pooped all the way through. So, what do you think about doing this for, let's say, Man City's vacated Champions League spot? Way more fun. Yeah, just we take the, I don't know, we decide kind of an arbitrary cutoff anyone over, say, so mm -hmm. Everton are 12th at wouldn't 37 be, points, five through 12 which point. is 11 points back of because Chelsea, would Chelsea automatically get in right? fourth place. So what if you just said four through 12? Yeah, that's I who mean, gets in one the playoff. Heck of a tournament, and they're, to be honest with you, they're so fighting for one place. It, I I mean I uh, yeah I guess I genuinely so, yeah. yeah yeah that's fair I, I mean yeah now that the bad. fucking title is in there um I, again like in these scenarios I think you're gonna have to come up with a creative solution fun. again and these fun. are I'm solutions that could get discussed and maybe in the Premier League it doesn't make sense for this kind of a year because of the year that <laughs> Liverpool has had but you look around like Serie A there are three teams that could potentially win it. So why not have a playoff race there and you have the La Liga, three teams in there in the conversation. So, And that's the only reason I brought this up because it's been in, in talks and in rumors that that could be mm -hmm. a situation that happens. But I'm, I would be really into it if you open up all the three uh, spots of champ for Champions League and not just the Man City one. Because I think just one and you overlook the Leicester City and the Chelsea spots is kind of um, unfair, I think. But if you open up 2 to 12 and everybody's in a competition and the winner gets the second place, the runner-up in the final gets the third place, and you have a third-place playoff game, which is basically going to be for the fourth spot, that would be an absolutely insane tournament. <laughs> Yeah, I think as viewers, it would be absolutely amazing. But So that's the most fun option, for sure. It's certainly not the most fair, but it's the most fun, I think. Fair don't mean shit when it's fun. And, and it's also workable, right? So you could do this over two weeks. Wembley. And you could... 
And you could I do the know. same at the bottom. So I, at the bottom, you I say, all right, Norwich, the same the, like it's. I don't think it's a complete. Sorry, Norwich. Liverpool, they're definitely going to get relegated. You're on 21 Just points and relegated, but the other two spots are going to be played between anyone who's yeah. sure. Uh, so I agree. I agree. They're they're much more in the mix than say Man City is with Liverpool. Like we talk about Liverpool not mathematically clinching, but. It's a long, a long shot. You'd probably get worse odds on it than um, Leicester winning the title back. You'd probably lo- be longer odds than that for City to win the title. Um, I feel like I want to drop this a point. bracket so, for this now. Like, I want to go sit in here and just drop a bracket <laughs> for like how to make this work, so we can have like a that, that would be a lot of fun to determine who should Most be definitely the right and proper champion of England. Yo, we should live stream uh, or Twitch a uh, FIFA <laughs> tournament of of, this for, of all of us. Yeah, but I, I think as much fun as this will be, I, I don't d- realistically hey. think this is going to be an option. We all have Xboxes by, we can all facilitate. Um, England, especially with the league. And yeah, well, let's talk about this are. off air. How yeah, we're like, if, this so, is no longer a joke. I'm going to go back and give everybody an option again. Brayden, Amongst the three, which one would you rather see? So which one I'd rather see? As an Arsenal fan, it's easily void the league. Um, as an impartial fan, there's... Or not an impartial fan, but as an impartial uh, trying to put my uh, just what's best hat on, um, I kind of think a scenario where you void the league but allow Leeds and West... Nobody gets relegated, but Leeds and West Brom... Like, Liverpool champions, Leeds and West Brom come up, but no one gets relegated, and then we have... Like, for the next two years, we have four teams go down instead of three. Uh, I I kind of think that's maybe the best option. Um, I have no idea how... But that has its pitfalls as well. Uh, Brayden, that sounded like Mexico. Clear, hey, clearly, now, hey, as hey, it's not, hey, none of us are Mexican football um, experts out here. It, isn't that how Mexico operates, Brayden? With like the, I don't either. Um, I'm not sure. Complete the season. Finish the season. <laughs> I, I don't know what y'all do on the weekends. Look, the Saturdays are free. Um. Anyway, uh, complete the season, man. Like, the just aesthetically, it's gonna be a hot minute before we can get back to doing the things that we really like, enjoy doing, and it would be nice to get a sense of normalcy to just go ahead and complete the season that we were already in the middle of. It'll make for interesting optics. It'll make for interesting games. It'll be fun. And for fuck's sake, after all the stuff that could very well be on the way or it's already happening, would it not just be good to watch the fucking uh season end itself out when you can finally go back into the stadiums and hang out with your boys and have beers but not in the stands because I forgot that's how okay well to round it all up <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> forgot about that I, I mean you know uh, to be to be honest I I've do like this the playoff the season, season will being a fucking best. like I, I do think at the end of the day it's the most fair I just don't see a way that it happens that's fair, that's fair. So I'm going to go out and say I would love to see the season getting voided. It would hurt a lot as a United fan because that would mean somebody like Mason Greenwood's goals don't count. Somebody like Rashford who had a career <laughs> year doesn't count. But, but, but. If you just void the season and don't award anything because nothing is mathematically set, the memes and the jokes that will be there for the eternity of my lifetime where it just goes COVID-19 Liverpool 18 will be absolutely amazing. How do you think? (laughs) 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 I hand to God I almost wanted to happen. I wanted to happen to see what what I would do. Like I just like would I just completely shut down as a human? Would I just would I be okay? 
part of me is like I'm, I'm like that that makes sense that's just the way the world works like i would just be completely okay with it like <laughs> if it had to happen to anybody it had to happen to us and then you know what so question will yes as a liverpool fan who is also a Cleveland sports fan, oh. do you feel personally responsible? I, I'm going to be 120% honest. I think, like, <laughs> if LeBron James and the Lakers somehow finish this NBA season and win the title, Liverpool might find a way to just not win this title, and it might be by it being voided. Like, I'm going to be 100% honest. LeBron will get another title and just completely screw Cleveland just a little bit harder. And then they won't win the title. <laughs> and it'll be okay because you know what? LeBron owes a little bit of that. So that's a little bit of money out of his pocket. Fuck the whole situation. I hate everything. There we <laughs> go. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I hate uh, this game. I think it, it, it's safe to say none of us game. necessarily have the striker like which that. way this could go. <laughs> to say the dogs I personally into it think they're going to figure out a way to complete the season. But uh, neither is Come on. just for the memes <laughs> and for all the jokes, voiding the season would be just equally as much fun, at least for me, if not for uh, William Webb. <sighs> Having said that, uh, we will we will try to stick to our schedule and keep uploading our podcasts about interesting content that we find and can figure out over the course of the next few weeks as uh, we're still without sports and without any football to talk about. If you have any suggestions of what you would like for us to talk, take a deep dive into, tell us on Twitter. You can follow the podcast at at the footy academy one. You can follow Braden at TFA Braden. You can follow Will at TFA Wolves with an S. And you can follow me at TFA Sapoon. On that note, we shall see you guys on the other side on Thursday. Cheers. And always remember, COVID-19, Liverpool 18. Yeah. <laughs> Wash your fucking hands. Wash your hands. Go home. Stay home. Go fucking home. God. <laughs>